Hey everybody, welcome to Extra Squad Goals, the Extra Squadcast Podcast. I'm Chris Mastalone. I'm Ryan Hardy. And I'm Chris Farantino. And we're talking about Season 2, Episode 18, Ultimatum. This episode was written by Mark Edens and Sherry Goodarts, who have done a whole bunch of stuff. I mean, at this point, I think we're deep into the rotation. You know, we got our setup, our cleanup, and uh, our closer here. Um, yeah, man. So, long story short, fucking James and Nara and Marsala have at it with some super racist dudes. What'd you guys think about this one? Uh, it's really good. It's a unbelievably dark yeah uh, yeah it's a i mean it's a really good example of an episode that's just um kind of a, kind of a standalone but fits in and i think it just does it really nicely yeah it's it's very much like uh it's a smaller story it's one of the smallest stories we've seen aside from like you know the gooey guy on the ship and all that um like we don't basically leave venus we don't do anything crazy it's not like a big space battle but you know it's all about the relationship between you know these three people being nara marsala and uh james in post uh, i guess po- almost post-war uh, venus which is like a really interesting setting and they do a lot of like a lot of really great stage setting in this episode that i'm going to touch on as we go along but yeah it, but it is like super fucking dark um and it has a really interesting beginning <laughs> yeah so when we start and we see a very sweaty, very puffy-looking JT Marsh drowning in a pool. Uh, his legs are wrapped up by, like, you know, a Poison Ivy-style, like, seaweed bush or something. Uh, O'Reilly comes to help him, but who's coming flying out of the scribe? But it's cock-blocking Neretti, back from the dead. And <laughs> she breaks everything up, leans in real close, and then turns into a motherfucking, like, skeleton. And just crumbles, and then JT Marsh has, like just fucking wakes up covered in sweat he has the weirdest wet dreams it's the craziest thing good on exosquad for showing his sex dream <laughs> yeah right <laughs> and it's like classic i think we've all had that one. Oh yeah yeah when you're when your dead cloned girlfriend comes back and like save but it's hot it's haunting and and doesn't go anywhere that's just the whole episode's about the relationship between nara marcella and james yeah it's it's, and so it's just this weird beginning <laughs> It's kind of like in that one episode where they showed uh, Thrax in a shuttle, and it was just totally about the gooey guy, going back to that yeah. again. Oh, yeah. So hope- hopefully it comes up a little more later, but it was, it was a nice little side thing. But if you just saw that two seconds, you'd be like, oh, this is going to be another relationship episode. And not in that sense. Um, I, I, think, I think they want that. I think that story's like next up. So they're trying to keep it like fresh in everyone's head. But like... That method of it is very bizarre, like, well, especially, like very strange. Well, and it's you're dealing with that half hour time frame or 24 minutes or whatever it is. You know, what I mean, so it's like you got to use every second. So they're like, oh, we got to keep this going. Uh, throw it in there. OK, now something else. So but uh, so, you know, now we cut off that like first 30 seconds as it's not going to matter, at least this time. So uh, Marsala and Nara are flying around. They're back together, which I feel like they haven't been for a while. And it's kind of amazing how quick they got another heavy E-frame after the Naredi incident. Um, and they're going to visit James in the hospital. Now, James, if you remember, was all fucked up from his Draconis encounter. And he's got like a super gnarly, like, biomechanical eye and like a robot arm and leg. And he's like trying to read some Victorian novel, it looks like, and just tears yeah, the book yeah, in half. Get, get an iPad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He's pretty mad about that. My my note for that scene, for the beginning of that scene, was Nara get over Venus, oh because my. she's with she's with Marsala and she's like, 
uh, James, you know, it's it's great to see this place liberated and and you know, I I won't get to be a part of it. And Marcel is like, well, you were a part of the liberation. She's like, no, I don't get to farm the land, idiot. Yeah. You'll never know what that's like. Oh, I wish I could be a part of it. Exofleet liberated Venus, and you were certainly a part of that. It's not the same. I'm talking about the real work of rebuilding. Clearing fields, planting crops, getting your hands good and dirty. Guess I'm just a farmer at heart. Like James. She's not great to him. <laughs> no, and she doesn't have a sense of, like, perspective, which I think is kind of, kind of fun, because everyone here is showing the scars of the occupation. Like, she wants to, like go back to her old life, but she can never do that. James is literally showing the scars. And as we're going to see, Marsala is going to kind of get the repercussion of the occupation. Like, but yeah, her obsession with like getting her hands dirty, as she says, is a little annoying. But then Marcel is so he's just, I'll prove you wrong. So he goes and he just starts picking up, picking the grass out of the, yeah, he, he starts grazing. Um, <laughs> he starts, we- he starts weeding. So like, <laughs> like, I'll show you. I want, I want to say something really cool, like that they did in this. So, you know, he's doing his weeding thing and, uh, you know, a bunch of guys come to kidnap him. But right before that, all the fountains, uh, turn off in this like courtyard. And the way they explain that later is that basically these guys use the sewers and the pipes to get in. So they killed the water, used the pipes and then later they turn it back on and the fan has come on, which is like a little cool detail, but I like that they are, you know, they're really paying attention to the small stuff in this one. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't notice that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was, when I was at work watching this, um, waiting for something, I had, I had a lot of time to just pour over these things. So yeah, uh, we get to see, the resistance led by Kruger. What do you want us to do, ma'am? Activate Kruger. They uh, try to kidnap, or they do kidnap Marsala, and you get a good example of how terrifying a Neo Sapien is in like actual hand-to-hand combat. Because Marsala's like fucking flinging dudes, like it's awesome. He's crazy strong, like and crazy big. Um, yeah, no, he's pretty. St- Plus, Kruger's got the broken voice. Do what I tell you, Sape, or you'll be pushing up daisies instead of picking them. Actually, I was pulling weeds and depositing them in this receptacle. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he's like a southerner with like a broken. <laughs> I can't even, like it, ah, it, hey, neo sapiens. Yeah, yeah, because I I think of like the like Cletus the Slackjawed Yokel from The Simpsons combined with. Biff Tannen from Back to the Future 2, like, since when did you become the physical type? Like, that kind of up and down weird cadence thing. But yeah, it's it's a very strange voice. Um, I will say the guy puts a gun to Marcel's back and he's like, you know, one wrong move and you'll be pushing updates. And he's like, actually, I am weeding and putting things into this <laughs> trash can. And he like fucking hits him with a trash can. It's awesome. So Dara chases after them. She has a fun adventure in the tunnels. They try to like, they turn the water on, try to flutter out, but basically she loses them. Uh, but we get to see her being a badass again. And they also take an extra second to show her plug in her wrist flashlight into her suit, which is kind of fun. Um, so yeah, Marsala has been kidnapped and Winfield and everyone's like, we're going to get him back. Not just for you, but for every loyal Neo sapien in the fleet, which I thought was pretty cool. I can't give in to terrorist demands, no matter what the cost. I can't stand the thought of anything happening to him. Nara, Exofleet will do everything it can to find Marsala. Of course we will. 
Not just for Marsala, but for every loyal Neo Sapien in the fleet. We owe it to them. I like that he said that we don't give in to terrorist demands, which was very 90s. Very yeah. 90s. <laughs> <laughs> Strong President uh, Winfield. Still relevant. Oh, I, 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 wrote, I took a note that Nara was like, when she's pleading with them, like, we've got to go get him. And he's like, we're going to go get him. And she's like, no, you don't understand. He gets killed. He'll never see another sunrise on Venus. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and that <laughs> comes like, back. It fucking comes back when later she's hanging out with James. We'll get there. But it's like, she says to him, like, if you fail, Marsala will never see another sunrise. And he's like, uh, well, I'll meet at the snake tree and we'll all watch the sunrise together. Duh. Um, she's obsessed with that sunrise and farming. It's she's very to the point. So I was, have we as an audience seen the sunrise? I feel like we've we've seen it a couple of times. Not actually, you know, like rise, rise, but we see the early, the early dawn, and it's always. Like I would have liked to have seen this one end with Marcella Nara and James's corpse just sitting watching the sunrise. <laughs> just being I like, propped him up for you, Nara. <laughs> um, speaking of the sun, we see some Neo Sapien rebels scoping out the actual the racist rebels base. I just want to point out one of them has the sickest shades ever. Um, they're like future glasses and it's so cool, but just a complete side note. I think one of them's like markings is like, and I can't tell if they're markings or eyebrows, but he just looks really surprised the whole time. <laughs> That's gotta be unfortunate. If you get like the, uh, the brood marking that makes you look like that. Why are you angry? <laughs> yeah. I'm not angry. This is how, this is just how I look. Are you all right? Yes, I'm all right. Shock us? No. I'm trying to think of what a good name for a surprise Neo Sapien would be. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Alarmus. Yes. <laughs> yes. I like it. <laughs> so, so basically, they're going to go find these rebels, and Delion's like, hey, um, kind of awkward, but you know who'd probably know where these guys would hide out is your brother, because he was in the resistance and he knows these super racist guys. And she's like, oh, yeah, so she goes and recruits James into this the scheme to get Marsala back. But James is like, I got to do this my way and takes the heavy E-frame and goes and visits Kruger's hideout all by himself. And, yeah, we get to see him, like, do, you know, like, step it up and doing something, even though he's, like, his he can barely work his arm, his robo legs, super weird. Um, Kruger gets to say... A great thing when he shows up he just goes i knew you'd come james i knew you'd join us i knew you'd come and it's just like super super uh stereotypical but um what was i gonna say sorry i was just <laughs> trying to find to take a screenshot of the guy with the glasses um, he's awesome right <laughs> no he's awesome and then i found the guy with the I'm surprised things that um what I wanted, what I, what I was really kind of missing from this episode was, I think I thought they could have done a nice little arc where like James turns into Two Face and becomes a villain. But uh, <laughs> so that was interesting that he just went straight to hero. I, I really thought he was going to turn into like a Neo Sapien hating guy. Yeah, or like because he he has it in him, you know, like kind of like with Napier, like you know, there is this element to the resistance that. And last episode, Narita was talking, how do you fight someone you don't hate? So, like, the topic of hate has been, like, you know, on everyone's lips. 
So, you know, it, but you're, you're right. It is kind of interesting that he's just like, well, my sister likes this dude. Gotta help. You know? I mean, I, I, Nara does accuse him of, like, being jealous. Like, yeah. which is a little weird. Are, are you criticizing how they do things on Venus? No, listen. Did you just <laughs> do it? Listen, I'm not, I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to, like, however, however pe- the people of Venus get down incestually is up to them. <laughs> Sis, we gotta go back to the farm. <laughs> just like mom uh, and dad. Yeah. That scene, that scene is a little weird. Like, um, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, but it's a good arc, right? Where, like, James proves that that's not the case because he saves Marsala's life. And, like, yeah. And, yeah and, like, I don't know. I also, I also think that, like, having the fact that, like, not everyone in the Resistance is, like, like a good person is, like, a typically exo-squad, like, nuanced idea, which is really cool. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a great scene where uh, Kruger is giving a speech to, to Marsala, and he's like, we gotta keep Venus pure. I don't know why it's turning into, like, vaguely Paul Bearer. Um, and... <laughs> My Undertaker! My Undertaker! Yeah. What if we did an episode where we all just talk like Paul Bearer? Might <laughs> be the Halloween episode. Yes. You're listening to the Paul Bearer cast. Um, no, but so he's giving a uh, super racist speech to Marsala. You saints are all liars and murderers. You can't be trusted. You must be purged from the ranks of a purified humanity. You think that's funny, saint? No, but I've heard that speech before. Of course, Phaeton used the word Terran wherever you said Neo-Sapien. Go ahead, resort to violence, but it still won't make you right. Yeah, that's a great scene. It's so fucking good. Yeah. Um, there's there's a lot in Exo. There's a lot thematically in Exo Squad about like about might not making right. Like flipping the script doesn't work. Like, yeah. like. Like, yeah, like, the exchange of power isn't the way to do it. There's a lot more, too, rewatching it, where I think it's interesting that they do actually address some of these issues head-on yeah. instead of just having them be background issues, which yeah. they made me happy. Yeah, no, because, I mean, this has been kind of a thing that we've, like, talked around since, like, day one with, uh, you know, what's going to happen after the war, you know, like, the pirates being like, we need to kill all the Neo-Sapiens, and... Like even and this is something I love about this episode. Last episode, Nareti comes in and she's like, you know, oh, you know, we gotta go kill us some sapes. And they're like, they're Neo Sapiens or Neos for short. And they make it a point that when Kruger and his crew refer to the Neo Sapiens, they always say sapes. Which I loved. Cause it's like it's really setting up a dynamic of, you know, sort of people who will are kind of like who can't transition out of the conflict and people who are like just have so much hate and it's like it's nuanced and complex and it's great i'll say it in a simpler way there's good people and bad people yeah i guess that makes sapiens and bad neo sapiens but no but but it could they could have easily drawn it as good and bad black and white and i think that they're conscious enough of the fact that they are making a show about race basically yeah uh, to be able to do that you know no, definitely. And so basically, James goes, um, he plays along. At night, he uses his robo-arm to break Marsala's chains and rescue him. And Marsala just picks him up and starts running, which is pretty great. Because he's like, we'll go faster this way. 
but the racist rebels have like laid a trap and they're about to kill the two of them and when the neo-sapien insurgents or rebels attack trying to take that base over for themselves and we get this awesome like three shot reaction right as we go to commercial but yeah and then from here on out it's you know they get a communicator they call the able squad able squad comes in they just wreck shit there's so much fire um solar flare no yeah no it's like can you imagine something go in and mark this is why they gave it to marsh and not uh freaking bronski because Bronski would just be going and be like, oh, solar flare. And it's like, no, it's a rescue mission. And everyone's dead now. Um, that burp sounded like solar flare. <laughs> Engage. <laughs> He's like, why'd you do it? He's like, I've been drunk for weeks. Um, but yeah, there's a, you know, Marsala KOs Kruger. Kruger tries to get away, but a Neo-Sapien uh, Phaeton frame blows up some stalactites and fucking crushes him, which is awesome. Um, Kruger tries to crush Marcella's skull with a rock. Yeah, which is fucked. <laughs> that's <laughs> so fucked. That's pretty dark. Yeah, and like, oh my god! And so yeah, and it's like this three-way firefight between the rebellion, you know, the racist rebels, the Neo Sapien rebels, and Able Squad, and fucking uh, James, who's in the heavy frame, that's been like super fucked up in the fight. It's it's now a convertible. That's how bad it is picks up Marsala and just marches him out like must save Marsala and marches him to the snake tree. And, uh, you know, Nara hitched a ride in Takagi's jet super awkwardly. Yes. On his lap. Yeah. He, uh, there's, there's gotta be like, uh, you know, is, is that the Yoker? You just happen to see me joke, but like, yeah. And so basically the episode winds up with, you know, they capture everyone, all that stuff, but, James drops Marsala at the tree and then just walks a couple of feet in the frame and tips over, you know, sacrificing his life to save his sister's best friend and protector. And they, Nara starts crying and Marsala starts crying and the sun rises on Venus. So a heavy, heavy episode. I thought it was really well done. I thought it handled it, all the stuff pretty well, you know, for 22 minutes. Um, I, I, I don't have... <laughs> Um, I don't have, I don't have any like real issues with it. I wish it maybe could, again, with all things, I feel like it could have been a little bit longer. James could have had a more of a heel turn. Um, the NWO music starts up and he's just like, exactly. (laughs) Um, but I thought it it addressed some of the issues really nicely. I thought that that group Kruger's group didn't need to be in the show, but I thought it was nice that, that that whole thing existed to show you that. You know, there's good people and there's bad people, and so it's well done. Definitely. Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm not gonna say. I think. I think that might like. It might be dealing with things that I wasn't ready to learn when I was 10 years old. But um, <laughs> like, it's very like intense, like emotionally. But uh, overall, it's an excellent episode. And uh, yeah, I think it. I think it. Uh, I think it also does a good job of like world building. Like Venus is like. Like Venus has like this weird undercurrent of like like anti neo sapien thing. Like it's awesome. Yeah. It's it seems like one of the um unabashedly uh grown up episodes, which I like. Yeah, absolutely. Because as a grown up. Well again, like you know, the last time we watched this was years and years ago and you know, I remember yeah, you know, like in college when we would watch through it, we'd just like kinda of throw it on and talk over and whatever. 
but I don't really, we weren't paying that much attention, but like actually sitting down and watching this with like a close eye again, like if you want to see an episode where the writers really got into the writing and the details and the world and everything, like you said, like paying off some of the stuff they said where, you know, the, uh, the Neo, the economics of, you know, having the Neo sapiens show up and how that affects the society and the fact that, you know, it's not like the rebels are suddenly on the side of good. It's like, no, they're evil. And, it, you know, it's like uh, in France, you know, the resistance shaving or Amsterdam, I guess, Holland, like shaving people's heads who, you know, were close to the, the Nazis. It's like, it's like, yeah, we won, but they're also kind of murdering people, too. And this isn't all black and white, you know. But, yeah, I think a, a great episode. But is there anything any if you could were there any scenes that you would have liked to see because we talked a little bit about it like in this episode that weren't there I, I don't know oh. scenes in general I mean I talked about <laughs> my my thing and I think it could have been longer um, and we could have developed it more but I think overall for what it was I think this episode works really well yeah I I I could have stood to see a little more of Kruger's like racist ideology like I don't know I think. I think it would have been more interesting to see like more of that like side of Venus, but I mean that's probably like a time constraint thing. Yeah, I know. And and they do I will say they do a decent job with uh contrasting his craziness of like, we need to purify Venus and then the Neosapiens are like, You guys have infested Venus for yeah. long, too long. So it's like it's like, Oh yeah, these are the bad guys. Then they you know, they're stuck in this ideology. Um yeah, God. Do you guys have any last uh, last thoughts on our dear departed friend James? Um, one thing I did notice uh, is like the book James is reading. Every book in like an animated television show always looks like an encyclopedia because there's like a picture and then like some text like <laughs> below it. Like, like it was like like it's like, a, like he's reading the picture. The that page he's reading is like a picture of a horse and like. <laughs> Also, he just got a new eye and a new arm, and he's not happy. Yeah. Yeah. No, nobody in the Burns' family is just enjoying it, able to enjoy anything anymore. Even the teddy bear man, the scowling teddy bear. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, no, like, I was thought of James as, like, an interesting con- contrast to, uh, to Napier in terms of a character, you know? Yeah. In the sense that, like, you know, Napier is a guy who... Is you know, he was a professional soldier and all this stuff, so he is able to compartmentalize and see the big picture and all this. And James is very much someone who's driven by just pure hatred and revenge, to the point where, you know, in this episode they make they make it a point to be like Nara's like, oh, we can go back and we can farm, we can do this, and he's like, no, I need to find Draconis and I need to kill him, and that's the only thing I want to do for my, for mom and dad, and you know it's. It's an interest. It just is a. I love how they set that up as those two sides of the coin, and it's interesting that they kill off who they kill off. You know. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting in an, like an army show to see the people who aren't in the army. Yeah. Right. You know, to see like the, the non regular combatants and the people who who's who are affected by it, the war in more personal ways. And they also made the uh, the conflict on Venus much more realistic i think than the one on earth because you know they were starving to death they ate all the dogs they were in fucking a concentration camp you know like james is very much 
a character from day one who was built to suffer, you know? And I don't know that he needed like a redemptive moment like this, you know, in his death, but like, it's just interesting that his life is basically suffering and then a noble death and now he's done. So I don't know what to make of that, but Oh, you got something fun times. No, I was just going to say how fun it is, <laughs> but who's your MVP for this episode? Uh, I'm going to give it to, <laughs> uh, Colleen. Or- no, um, <laughs> space. Naredi. No space. is ready for getting what's hers. Um, <laughs> Being a, being an ex person, um, I, I guess I give it to James for his sacrifice and getting Marcel out of that crap. It's a pretty easy one, but I'll give it to him. Uh, honorable mention, dude with sunglasses. Yeah, sick fashion dude. Who you got, Ryan? Uh, I'm gonna give it up to uh, uh, Young Dalyon in the uh, in the like get to know an Exo Squad member piece. Because uh, he's uh, he's uh, he doesn't give up. Stay strong. Yeah, he found his f- family in space when he joined the Exofleet, much like yeah. the French Foreign Legion. Uh, for me, I'm gonna say mine's. I, my my heart says it should be James, or my head says it should be James. My heart says Marsala, just because he has so many great badass moments, and he finally, he you know he's been feeling more and more as the season's been going, and he actually cries. And it's like, you know, it just breaks all the mold molds of what you think a Neo Sapien should should and shouldn't be able to do emotionally. Um, my yeah, I feel like, I feel like Nero's got to start paying more attention to him. Yeah, for fuck for, for fuck's sake, you know, it's it's like one of those gags where, uh, you know, it's like Igor and not Igor, it's Igor, yeah, and uh, Young Frankenstein, and it's like when you know what about your hump? And he keeps looking over his shoulder trying to see the hump, but it keeps moving, so he can't. Every time Marsala does something, like, emotional or awesome, Nera's always looking slightly in the other direction. And it's... It happens a lot. Well, it's like she keeps saying what her ideal person is. Yeah. And then he keeps going out and doing those things. And it's like... She's like, I guess I'll never meet him. Yeah. Hey, Takagi. Um, you <laughs> it, see was, the- it was Kaz the whole time. Yeah. Do you want to see the sunrise on Venus? Boom, wow. Um, I, I also got to give it up for, for Kruger because, you know, and this is something I realized. Remember a couple of episodes when they were scouting Venus? We, we talked a little bit about how they're looking at like this Fort, Fort Elizabeth and he's like, they're like, oh, it's pretty. And he's like, yeah, but it's full of Neo Sapiens. And we we're like, what a racist asshole. And I'm glad they paid that off. Um, plus, I'm going to miss being able to say Kruger. Activate Kruger. So, you know, there's that. Um. Do you guys have got anything you want to plug? Two Loopy Ladies. Two Loopy Ladies on Etsy. Go to Etsy.com and search Two Loopy Ladies for all your crocheted needs. Winter is approaching. Da-da-da. And Two Five Films for all your wedding videography needs. That's right. If you weren't getting married but now are, try Two Five Films. Did you meet your significant other through Exo Squad goals? Probably not, but we can still help out. <laughs> two Five Films.com. <laughs> and as always, you can go to our Patreon. It's www.patreon.com slash goals and you can call the shots and pretty soon we're going to come out with the uh, the first of those the Pirates of Dark Water so we're we're getting on that it's hard to a little hard to find yeah. those so but we're trying um, so we'll get there but yeah you got anything uh, anything Ryan uh, 
No, I'm good. Okay, now the everyone's favorite part, recommendations. Um, I'm just going to recommend the new Blade Runner. I haven't seen it, but it looks cool. So probably go see that. I'm interested. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I remember seeing Skyfall and the part where he... Uh, Deacons was shooting the Shanghai skyline and all the neon, and I was like, he needs to make a cyberpunk movie so fucking bad. And I'm so excited that he made Blade Runner. So, yeah. Uh, what you got? Uh, I'm going to shout out an old school one the old animated Hobbit movie, the Ralph Bakshi Hobbit movie. Oh, I rewatched shit. it the other day. It's really, it's still really awesome. Deep cut. Yeah. Where there's a whip, there's a. Right? That's the one. Yeah, dude, it's yeah. awesome. I saw that at ABC like when I was a kid, and I was like, "This is yeah. fucking weird. Why do they it's look really like real strange. people?" Yeah, it's really wild. What you got, Chris? Um, we've started watching Scandal. Yeah, and it is a silly melodrama, but it it's like a show with a strange amount of darkness that you don't have to like feel bad about. <laughs> you don't have to like put yourself in a place to watch it. It's just kind of you know cliffhangery and fun. Nice. So that's awesome. Um, well, yeah, guys, very... <laughs> well, well, guys, you got any last thoughts on uh, any ultimate thoughts on Ultimatum? Uh, really good episode. Can't wait to see the next one. Yeah. And the next episode is season two, episode 19, Warrior Brood. Um, so, you know, it's going to be great. Uh, as always, we come out with a new episode every Saturday. So that will be the next Saturday, not this one coming up but the one after um since we're at this point of the show i would like to thank eric calderon for our intro and outro music you can find his stuff on youtube at 331 e-rock his stuff shreds i've been saying since day one so maybe listen to it really does shred it's really good yeah he does a lot of fucking crazy covers and shit it's it's, it's awesome um you can reach out to us at exosquad goals on the twitter machine at or god damn it every single time i say it exosquad goals at gmail.com uh, if you want to send us a long-form email, please rate and review us on iTunes. Give us five stars. You know, if you've seen the sunrise on Venus, you know what I mean. And maybe write a review. So that'd be great. But for Exo Squad Goals, I'm Chris Mastalone. I'm Ryan Hardy. And I'm Chris Farentino. We got any uh, any of them, uh, what do you call it, heroes in this company? No, no sir. sir. Nailed it. Catch you guys later. Bye. Bye. Except for James. James is dead. RIP James. Let me get that man a shirt. There's no shirt in the galaxy for this guy. I, I, I also I also love what he's like. I also love what he's like. You should see me try to brush my teeth. But his hand is like three giant claws. I'm like, did did James like stab himself in the face? Like <laughs> that's how he lost his eye. His eye was totally fine. Right, he just fucked up. Yeah, he gouged his eye out. Trying to brush his teeth, man. It doesn't get realer than that. The other thing is he has still has one good arm. So yeah, use the other hand. Yeah, dummy. You dummy. Like. <laughs> People did die, like the Venusian Civil War, like the Venusian battle at, like, I, I, like he made it, man. Like, I also like that they can invent a new race of people, E-frames, terraform planets, but they're like 
five fingers on a metal hand? No, we can't. <laughs> yeah. Figure that figure that out. Bad, yeah, what are you a madman? <laughs> Part of me thinks they had like other attachments. Yes, yeah, so yeah, yeah, you can have a regular hand or a monster claw. A uh, monster claw, please. <laughs> My monster claw doesn't work. Because you got the monster claw, you idiot. Yeah, listen, Poe Buddy's nerfed. 